welcome to Human Guides. On the Human Guides program, we attempt to educate and enlighten low-level humans so they may gain enough experience to reach a higher level of humanhood. On today's episode, we're starting a new series on the finer details of employment, work, jobs, and many other things tangentially associated with the world of labor. But before we begin, I'd like to take a moment and answer a piece of listener correspondence. We received this letter in the postbox attached to the outside of the studio. It reads, To the proprietor or general manager. Uh, that must be me. Are you looking for a comprehensive health plan provided by a value-forward modern web-based multi-platform cloud company? Would you like to take part in the bleeding edge of customer support and up-to-date health market feedback? If so, please contact us. Uh, there's a website and some phone numbers and a fax line? Signed, Pamantha Schmidt, Agent, The Modern Health Collective. Well, I'm not quite sure what all of that means, to be honest, listener. I'll have to speak to someone more familiar with such technical jargon, such as my dog. Um, I meant my accountant dog, of course, not my sound engineer dog. That would be ridiculous. Anywho... Thank you for your letter, Agent Pamantha. We really appreciate hearing from all of our fans. May your healthy cult prosper in the new fiscal quarter. So, on to the subject at hand. When a human puts forth effort to do something, that is what we refer to as work. What I'm doing right now, though I do enjoy it, is work. Humans generally like to work, and most humans are happy to work some of the time they're awake. Work produces art, products, ideas, buildings, food, and all kinds of other things. Work is a good thing. When a person becomes employed, then the very nature of work changes. It can still be a good thing, but its purity is lost when employment is involved. Work becomes significantly more complicated when you make it into an occupation, or require it of someone. As an example, Imagine you could make a pizza and be paid for each pizza that you make. Sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? I bet you're already preheating the oven and grating cheese. I wouldn't even be surprised if you already have a nice apron on and are thinking about how you could make them better and more quickly. But now let's add the concept of employment into the mix. In this scenario, imagine I am your employer. So you're now tasked with making pizzas for me. I want you to do this work for a third of each day, five times a week. Sometimes you'll make just a few in a day, and sometimes you'll make dozens. Sometimes you're yelled at by a woman named Karen while you make the pizzas. On occasion, I'm actually there in the building, alongside you, telling you how you're making the pizzas wrong. Perhaps I give you a suggestion on how to make them differently. But it's not a suggestion at all. Perhaps I suggest, when there's no pizzas to make, that you go clean the toilets. In this scenario, I am your employer, and I pay for your time. Even if the new way I expect things to be done makes no sense, I will expect you to do it anyways. Maybe this makes Karen yell at you more. Maybe you start feeling sick one day and can't make pizzas for me. Perhaps I threaten to replace you with a robot. 
Maybe, while cleaning the toilets, you're bitten by a wild slime recently escaped from the underground. Maybe I claim I'm not responsible for this, even though I left a box of slime bait in the bathroom. I could go on like this for some time, but hopefully you have a small understanding of how employment differs from work. With employment, as long as you follow instructions dutifully, handle the abuses, and keep telling yourself how nice the weekend is going to be, you can expect to receive a steady wage. You can do whatever you would like with the wages provided. If any is left after all of your responsibilities, taxes, rent, bills, etc., you can even use this money to enrich your life. For more specific details on wages, bills, and the use of money, please refer to episode 221, entitled My Paycheck the Day After, How to Appropriately Mourn Your Bank Balance. So now that we know all about employment, you might be asking yourself, do humans really need a job? Well, no, no you don't. There's many people in Walmart and liquor store parking lots in almost any town that don't have jobs and seem to be surviving. Some of them would even say they're doing fine, and almost all of them are still alive. But as humans, for the most part, we're not content with doing just fine and being mostly alive. We want the ability to purchase things, have minor comforts, and impose our will on the world around us by throwing money at our problems. For example, I could have recorded this entire episode while standing. But I was clever enough and worked hard enough to have a nice, comfortable office chair to sit in while recording. I'd have never been able to obtain such an incredible luxury without employment. So for most of us, we will want a job. How do we get one? We find them. Most places of employment make it abundantly clear that they're looking for employees. They will signal this by posting a help wanted sign in their window, or on the sign where they normally advertise. They sometimes post in the local paper, and also might leave little slips of paper at the bottom of your food bag. Many places even post their vacant positions on the internet, where you can start the process from the comforts of your own home. Once you've found a job you're either qualified for or think might be desperate enough to hire you regardless of your shortcomings, what's the next step? We apply for the job. There are many different ways to apply, and they've changed or evolved over the years and will likely continue to evolve going forward. But right now, the standard and longest social custom is to write all of your personal statistics and experience down on a piece of paper and hand it to your prospective employer. This piece of paper is referred to either as a resume or an application. A resume is a self-written document where you provide whatever information you see fit, whereas an application is like a resume that's already half-filled in for you. Sometimes, your application or resume ends up in the trash when a night janitor mistakes it for refuse. I'm assured by many hiring managers in the past that this happens pretty often, so don't be surprised if you have to keep trying. If you were lucky enough to avoid the trash can, you might actually have it reviewed by the hiring manager. At this point, they generally will decide if they want to meet you for an interview or not. In the modern era, you can also apply for many of these jobs online. So your resume or application can be reviewed by a robot, alleviating the need for an actual human to dismiss you as unfit to fill the position. 
If somehow you've managed to get the interest of the hiring party, you will have an interview. The interview process can vary wildly depending upon the job. The less desirable or simple a job is generally means the interview shall be simple as well. If you're applying to make pizza, they may just ensure that you have two functioning hands and can hold a conversation for a moment or two. If you're applying, for example, to make advanced pizza, they might actually ask you some questions about pepperonis or even different types of cheese. They may ask you about former pizza-related felony convictions. Regardless of what type of job you're going for, if you answer enough questions correctly, you'll either get subjected to more tests or you'll be offered a job. Once you've landed a job, you'll need to mentally prepare yourself for one of the hardest things a human has to go through in their lifetime. Being the new guy. Nobody likes the new guy. When you're the new guy, you probably won't even like yourself. For an in-depth look at new guys, please refer to episode 302 entitled Jerry is the Worst Hire Ever, a treatise on how to haze someone humanely, effectively, and brutally. There's lots more to explain concerning employment and work, and we intend to continue for a while going forward. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to apply to be our new dog accountant after Miles retires in two weeks, please get in touch with us at totallyhumanwepromise at gmail.com. I've been your host, whom did not steal the identity, name, and life of the previous host, Peter. Our intro and outro music was provided by Starlab Arcada, whom actually caused me to fail a drug test once because I listened to them too often. Thank you, and until next time, you wanted to speak to the manager? How convenient for you. I am the manager.